Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Last episode was major. We had a number of huge songs. Big songs. Big songs. Big, big songs. One of them, one of the least major ones, (laughs) our first Rachel solo, one of the... 42 Rachel solos on the Glacket. That's insane to me. We finally hit our first one, the last Rachel solo Mm -hmm. this time. And I was thinking, I feel like I have an idea of what your number one Rachel solo (laughs) is. Do you want to guess? I mean, it can't be Papa Can You Hear Me. (laughs) Uh, You would be wrong. That is my number one. It is? Uh, absolutely. absolutely. No. Is no, it in the top no, three? It's not. No, I thought about it. I looked at the list of all of them mm-hmm. just to remember what all of the Rachel solos are, all 42. And I saw Papa Can You Hear Me? And I was like, oh, no. No. No, no, no. You it can't. Came close. It's definitely top five. It's not my top three. It is my top five. What is the appeal with Papa Can You Hear Me? Can you please explain? Because I never understood. I think that the context is what does it for me. Um, it is the same episode that they sing, What If God Was One of Us, right? That's true. The religious episode of Glee, and it is when Rachel allows Finn to, like, touch her boobs or something for the first time. And I think that's actually the context in Yentl as well. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I appreciate. I just love the consistency, you know? I, that might be... Bottom three, if not the worst Rachel solo for me. (laughs) It is such a snooze fest to like sit through. I think she sings it. She sings it in like five different locations. She starts out in the park. She's in the choir room. She eventually she get there. Yeah. Again, it's like like, we talked about last episode. How does she get to all these different places in such a small amount of time? She is devoted to singing. This is actually a sci-fi series where where we explore (laughs) teleporting. Um, but that's that's the worst. Wait, so what is okay. your favorite? My top three, personally. This is just me as a big Rachel fan, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I wish I liked another character better. I don't. Rachel is it for me. Well, there's Blaine, but mm-hmm. anyways. Um, <laughs> my man is number one. Okay. Okay? Okay? <laughs> it's emotional. Come on. Oh, wait, the, number one? Wait, do you have the other two? <laughs> I was waiting for you to react. And I mean, like my man is my man is also in there as well. That's why there was like really no reaction. I was like, okay, obviously it belongs in the top three. Okay, okay, okay. Number one, my man. Number two, close to number one. Mm-hmm. I won't give up. Oh, Jason Mraz. 
a sort of a sort of like forgettable Rolo. Mm, not for me. <laughs> Not personally. No? No. And then I'm going to go number three is River. Sick. I know. It's just kind of gross uh, that I have a Christmas song as my number three. However, it's not that Christmassy in my opinion. Right. And again, when she's singing about Finn, heartbroken. Heartbroken every time. Wait, is River about, I thought that was like her audition. Am I just getting the context completely wrong? I swear to God I've watched this show. I think... Um, no, it's when they break up in Christmas again. No, no, it's not. It's not. Our guests are nodding their heads. No, I'm just gonna log out and. Um, no, it's okay. I brought you on to this podcast so you can learn. And you brought me onto this podcast. <laughs> I said, Allison, I'm gonna teach you about a little Fox show that was a hit back in the day called Glee. Called um, Glee. What are your top three? Top three, starting from number three. I'm going to build up. Um, I'm going to start off number three on my own. Like a very, (laughs) just, it it captures Rachel's character very well. It's it's good. It's a great, also the scene where it's like her setting up the MySpace video. You get to learn all about her. And you know, she does a good job with the song too. Number two, my man. Okay. okay. Obviously, we've already talked about it. It's Absolutely. it's just good. It's just it's a good song. I think it is her staple song. I mean, don't rain in my parade. You can have it, but yeah. my man, hello. Oh, I love um, him so. You know, it's true. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> but number one for me, the only exception. Oh my God! Why? Please. It's just it's just good. It it made it really in context. It's so stupid. At the end of the Britney Spears <laughs> trivia episode, why? Why did we need a Paramore song? But um, I think that was her second solo of the episode already. And so she was just like, I just think need to get one more in. <laughs> um, I just want to know the percentage of Rachel solos that she cries at the end. Oh, yeah. I, Is it 100? Um, did she cry at the end of uh, Crush? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Crush, I think, is the shortest song on the Glacket, like, performance-wise. I think she because only... Mr. Shoe just shuts that down. <laughs> I think it's only 10 seconds, yeah. He says absolutely he not. He says no, but it's still considered for our Glacket. Well, okay. Well, I'm very excited for this episode. I would love to hear their thoughts on their favorite Rachel solos, their favorite Rolos. <laughs> um, Rolos! <laughs> Rolos. Um, we have from the Choir Room podcast, a competing Glee podcast, our competitors <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, Matt and Amon. Welcome to Glee of the Week. Hi. I, I don't want to talk. I, I want you guys to keep going. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm enjoying this. Um, how are you both doing? I'm excited. Thank I you guys know. so much for having us here. Um, I also... <laughs> enjoyed that conversation i feel like it's kind of uh, representative of the two of us as well um because <laughs> i feel like both of our um opinions have been stated in terms of rollos mm-hmm. i've never really been one for uh the only exception i mean i think she sounds great my biggest critique for that though is like sometimes sometimes with glee songs like if you're not going to like get, bring it to me harder at least at the same level as the original like yeah. Haley Williams has such a very distinct voice. So like when I'm listening to Leah Michelle sing it, I'm like, eh, mm. Haley did it better. But my man though, my man, my we man. literally just mm, talked yeah. about it like two days ago. And 
yes to everything you said. I literally listened to it on the way back uh, home from work. So it's it's just <laughs> it's quintessential racial. It's just it's so okay. It's such a powerful but performance. The only exception also exists. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that that uh, that opinion got out there. Yeah, no, um, the only exception is high up there for me. My number one, which uh, we actually haven't gotten to this. Uh, we're, we're currently in the middle of our Rachel character analysis, which is like six whole parts. Yeah, we are insane. Um, <laughs> but my favorite, my number one overall is It's All Coming Back to Me Now. Right. Yeah. Of course. So, that wait, hard to top that. I need to go a uh, backtrack a little bit. Okay, so a six-part Rachel analysis. Mm-hmm. But I believe, do you only have a one-part for Quinn? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. So, 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 so. Let me explain because I, I do feel the need to. Um, yeah. After we were done with the episode recaps, which we flew through in quarantine because what else was anyone doing last year? Um, we were like, okay, we're going to do character analysis. And we were like, what better place to start than with Quinn? And that was before we realized that we should split things up. So we spent about six hours that day recording all about Quinn and her songs. It was a long day. Okay. So it was pushed into one episode. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she also was like not in three whole seasons besides a couple episodes. So it makes it easy to speed through some of the seasons. <laughs> yeah, she was our first one that we did many, many months ago. Feels and now we're finally on Rachel. I'm so excited to listen to these Rachel episodes. I hope you have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> six of them, baby. <laughs> so we have six songs that we're going to watch with you today. Um, we know your favorite Rachel solos. Do you have any songs that you're projecting for this episode? I saw a tweet earlier that said that today is the something something anniversary of Old Dog New Tricks. So <laughs> let's expect an, a, a song from that episode. Um, and let's hope it's Werewolves of London so we can knock that on out of your bracket. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was, that was when uh, Rachel has the falling out and so she goes to the dog yes. adoption center to get mm-hmm. better business or better press. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, Santana, Santana hooks it all up and tries to get something going for her, and then off, off, no, on set, off the show, she gets dragged literally drama. by a bunch of Broadway bitches. Yeah, and yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> Leah and Naya are not on the best terms. But uh, no, Leah Michelle's like shit talking, like one of the older actors that was in the scene who wanted to improv or something, right? Something like that. I remember that. It it, it was very, it, and, and Naya had words for it. Like, who do you think you are? Like, because right. at this point, it's season five. Like yeah. End of season five, yeah. <laughs> like, you're not, like, this is not like, I mean, you're clearly you're still a very talented person or whatever. The glee is still on the air. You should just, you know, be thankful for that. But, but why are we still acting as if Glee is like in its season two, season three heyday. Like mm-hmm. half of the people have checked out at this point. You really should consider being nicer to people so that you can book a job in the future. Mm-hmm. The future is here and where is she? So it's just like, you know, where you know, good, things happen to the people that they should happen to. Okay, so we're projecting a song from Old Dog's New Tricks, <laughs> mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. Werewolves yeah. of London. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay, our first song of the episode is "Werewolves of London." Oh my god, it's literally by Random. Oh, it's Random. It's Wait, it's a season. The slushy cup. The slushy cup, custom made. Oh, how did you fit the them all in there? I mean, they're all like little slits of paper. 
Just how long did that take to put them all to cut them all up like that? And Listen, put them in there? how long did it take to do a Rachel analysis? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I mean, touche. Gracious, though. This is that's easy, though, just sitting and talking. But like, that's some hard work. That's some labor. I love a little craft. I like a little craft. Hey, I'm not knocking it. I'm impressed. So we have our season two song oh. here. Are you ready? The oh real joy of Christmas was breaking the collective heart of the Glee Club. What's that, coach? getting in the spirit at the beginning of may not this i love this sounds just like you um gleeks of the week matt and Amon, where do you fall on welcome chris christmas glee cast version let's go mr jingles over there i don't know how many uh listeners might have some crossover in between the two of our podcasts but if you know me you know that i love christmas and so all of the glee christmas uh covers are going to just send me to the height of festivity um i love this cover i love I, I mean i love glee for the same reasons that i love christmas i just love how like deliciously saccharine and sweet it is like it's a very earnest performance from the glee club and it's written that way i mean this entire episode is supposed to be based off of the the grinch and everything and this is the who's coming together at the end and realizing we don't need the hash we don't need the presents we don't need the lights we don't need the trees we just need glee we just need each other and it's heavy-handed but I, I love it. Um, they sound wonderful on it. Um, it's probably not my favorite Glee Christmas cover, but it it still makes my heart grow three sizes too big. Oh. Yeah, it's a cute scene. I'll give it that. They, uh, they have... Uh, I love their outfits in the Christmas episodes. They always look really cute. The entire Glee Club, like they're all dressed in like matching maroon and and green like sweater... Not sweaters, uh, uh, scarves. And they look really cute. Um... Christmas music on Glee is not usually my jam. There's a couple of songs that uh, stick with me and that around the, the holidays I usually enjoy. This one doesn't really stand out, um, but it's a cute scene. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. This is the only good Christmas episode. Aman, what do we think? <gasps> no, 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 well, no. <laughs> well, um, we, so we had this conversation a lot because we went ahead and, you know, we reviewed all the episodes, including these ones. And then during the holiday season, we went ahead and rewatched all of the Christmas specials and had a lot of conversation about which one was the best. And I think that we decided that number four is the best, actually. Season, season four. four. Yeah. Stop that. Where are you? Uh, Artie has a dream yes. about not being in a wheelchair and Quinn would have died. Glee actually, baby. No. It is, it is it is it. Uh-uh. I just I season two is not far behind. I think we sort of like vacillate between like five is so wacky and then but two is really good. So two is definitely not in last place, but I think for us, four was the best one just because we really enjoyed the, you know, the the glee actually of it all and the through lines and how they all came together at the end. And they just really enjoyed that a lot. Brittany spent her whole bank account to give gifts to Marley and, and anybody else. They it thought the world was trash about them in, in the same mm-hmm. breath. Like, And then the whole thing with Puck and, and Jake was really, really sweet. And I loved mm-hmm. the, the Hanukkah inclusion in there as well. Um, yeah, it, it definitely, I'll tell you this though, season four was definitely not my favorite Glee Christmas special before we did the podcast, but after the podcast, I really had a greater appreciation for season four. Um, tell us why we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about all of the Christmas episodes in general. I'm just glad you didn't say previously on aired Christmas was your number one. I think that's, that's iconic because it's like, it's camp. That's camp to me. <laughs> It's extremely campy. (laughs) When it comes to this song, first of all, I know that it's from a Dr. Seuss story. Still, what the fuck does Fahu Ramos mean? (laughs) I will never know. And I don't think I'm supposed to know. It's who-ish. We're speaking who-ish. (laughs) Who-ish. But when they're singing the song and they sing the line, as long as we have glee, I was like... The show did the thing. And then I realized yeah, they the say the word glee in, the, in almost every yeah, episode did. of glee. Is this the only time they ever sing glee? I think this might be the only time they sing it, though. That's yeah. a trivia true. question. That's okay. I feel like there's one other song with the word glee in it, but it's escaping me. I'll think about it. We'll okay, figure it out. Think about it. Gleefully. do we think that welcome christmas is gonna go through i doubt it i mean look i have been championing the glee christmas cover since the beginning of time before the big bang and i still can't get a lot of our listeners to be on the same page as me so i i'm i'm done fighting that battle i'll just like it over (laughs) here in peace it is what it is i doubt that it'll make it through if it doesn't end up in last place i'll take that that's what i'll take (laughs) I just want to address something. When's the last time you saw that big of a room of people all drinking milk? I don't know. Probably in the maternity ward. <laughs> something to consider. Something to... <laughs> something to consider. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Oh, here we go. Baby. Here we go. Why this car's automatic. It's systematic. It's hydromatic. Why it's Grease Lightning! Grease Lightning! We'll get some overhead lifters and some four-barrel quads, oh yeah. Keep talking or keep talking. A fuel injection cut off the chrome-plated rods, oh yeah. I get the money, I kill to get the money. With a four-speed on the floor, they'll be waiting at the door. You know that ain't no crap, we'll be getting lots of that in Grease Lightning. Go, 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 go,
Grease lightning, you're burning up the quarter mile. Grease lightning, go grease lightning. Go grease lightning, you're coasting through the heat lap trial. You are supreme, the chicks will scream for grease lightning. We'll get some purple French tail lights and 30 inch fins, oh yeah. A Palomino dashboard and dual muffler twins, oh yeah. With new pistons, plugs, and shocks, I can get off my rocks. You know that I am bragging, she's a real honey wagon grease lightning. Grease lightning, you're burning up the quarter mile. Grease lightning, go grease lightning. Go grease lightning, you're coasting through the heat lap trial. Grease lightning, go grease lightning. You are supreme, the chicks will scream for grease lightning. Go grease lightning, you're burning up the quarter mile. So scream for grease lightning. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't agree? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I think okay. this is the, probably like the weakest song from the the Grease. Episode. I think it's a fun performance, but I don't know. It, don't really care for the writer. First one from the actual Grease episode. We had summer nights already. I, I I sort of like never really cared too much about this one when it first came out. Like when, because I every time an episode would come out, I would immediately download all the music from it. Um, and so this is definitely more of like a skip for me on the Grease of it all. I've grown to appreciate it the more and more that I've watched it over the past year. Um, I sort of just like I enjoy that it has like so many of the guys in it, like from different eras of the show. You got Finn and Artie there. Even Mike Chang is there all the way up until the newbies. So I enjoy that. Um, and it's sort of like the beginning of Ryder getting all of the solos from here on out. Like he sings more than I think the rest of the new guys do. And for good reason. He has a really, really good voice. It's just it, it fits a lot of different types of music um, that they have him sing on the show. So I think vocally it's. Definitely. It's a, it's a great cover. I think, you know, thematically and like in terms of like what we see, it's it's good. But like it's also Grease, which I don't really give a shit about. So right. Like, I mean, yeah. when I think of Grease, I just think of like, oh, my God, here we go. Another high school production of Grease. Like, when are we going to run out? <laughs> yeah. Like, stop releasing the rights to this song. I always prefer. Can we just like get those rights off and just keep it in a museum somewhere? I'm over it. I'm over it. <laughs> Probably museum. Yeah. No, I like I like Grease Lightning. I mean, it, of the uh, we do. It, it feels kind of embarrassing when we talk about like what we've done on, as far as our rankings go to like out loud. Um, I can say it in a tweet on mine, but we did like a ranking of every song that had had seven or eight people in it, which this qualifies as. And I think it was in like the middle of that. Um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's kind of where I feel about it. It's just, it's, it's not my favorite, definitely not my favorite Grease song they did on the show, but it's good. And I like, like Amon said, I, I like it for the same reasons of having everybody there together in, uh, you know, even Samuel Larson. 
just there. I know. Love it. Oh, my boy, Sam. One of his few and far between (laughs) appearances before just disappearing (laughs) completely. It's so, that's so annoying that they do that to him. It's like, he won the Glee Project. How? Yeah. How is, like, and how is, like, I mean, Ryder got the whole, like, Mm -hmm. star quality finish and he won and he got, like, maybe one or two solos. It just doesn't make any sense. It burns my ass to this day. It's so annoying. Okay, so when it comes down to, are there any other notes about Grease Lightning before we get into the vote? Um, Yes. I would just like to say, I think about this on a semi-regular basis. So Glee covered, Glee did a lot of songs from like four core musicals. Rocky Horror, Grease, Funny Girl, and West Side Story. Any mm-hmm. other ones that I'm missing? I don't think so. I think that's it, yeah. I think out of all the musicals that they did, Grease was the worst. Was the worst? Um, so West Side Story yeah. is the best. Yes. Mm, personally, Rocky Horror. Is Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror is okay. Sorry, yeah. Mercedes Willie saves Rocky, uh, Rocky Horror yes. for me. I think we see the most like on stage from Greece and um, West, West Side, Side Story, Story mm-hmm. which makes it a little easier to put them above. But yeah. Rocky Horror definitely does have, and that one's just so quick. Like they they do it and then they're done. I feel like West Side they Story. They shouldn't have been Greece. doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like the other ones they they kind of like sprinkle around. The time frame that they're they're doing it. Just wanted to bring it up. I think Greece is terrible. I feel so bad talking so much shit about Greece because like so many people love it and it is a classic. Like I'll never take away its classic like you know Stop. status. Does Olivia and John like follow you or something? Are you <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I just feel bad when I talk shit about the old stuff because you know. 50 years from now, when I'm talking about how some of our contemporary musicals like Dear Evan Hansen or even Wicked are like, you know, and all these old, you know, or these new kids in Broadway are like, yeah, but like, that old shit. But we've been shitting on the Beatles for <laughs> over half a year and we have never gotten one message saying you put some respect on the Beatles names. Not one <laughs> message has come in like yeah. that. No, that's I, true. I mean, like they had some good Beatles covers and they did have some they did have some good Grace covers. I mean, there are worse things I could yeah. do is you know, top 20. That's yeah. true. Well, to be real, one, yeah. isn't Greece just West Side Story? Romeo and Juliet is West Side yeah. Story, it's is Ro- Rome- Greece, yeah. right, is right. High School Musical. Right. Exactly. Just saying. <laughs> it's the perfect formula. I have a theory that this is just completely not Glee related at all, but I have a complete theory that every story ever told is either Romeo and Juliet or Frankenstein. I think I say high school musical. High school musical. (laughs) Or high school musical. Yeah, okay, so when it comes down to Grease Lightning versus Welcome Christmas. Before we vote, what if there's a tie? There's four of us. Andrew thinks about that all the time. I am I'm terrified. We'll see what happens. It hasn't happened yet? Well, I mean, no, because this is only the second episode that we've had two Gleeks. Okay. So... Um, I hope that's not like an invitation for you to like go out of your way to make it a tie. <laughs> I know my vote. <laughs> Tell us. Okay, go ahead. Grease Lightning is is my vote. Really? Not that really. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Amon. I'm actually struggling with this. And I'm sure that there are people that are going to listen to this that are rolling their eyes. But I'm actually struggling with it. Um, <laughs> I think based off of the sheer fact that whenever this song would come on and I would skip it. I think that has to, by default, that means that I enjoy the other one better. Not just because it's Christmas, but I enjoy Grease Lightning, but like I enjoy so many of the other Grease songs better than I enjoy that one. So I have to Mm -hmm. go with Welcome Christmas. Oh man. Andrew, I'm scared if I say my answer, you're gonna gonna be like, oh, well we can't have a tie. So you're gonna- Say them at the same time. 
okay, do you want to say it at the same time? I, I, am, I am not prepared. I have no idea what we do in the case of a tie. But okay, after okay. three, we're going to say it. Okay. One, two, three. Welcome Christmas. Grease lightning. Nah. Shit. <laughs> we knew that was coming. Okay, wait. So, fuck. I, I have something to flip, <laughs> probably. I, I feel like, I mean, can we try to convince the other side? Um, I don't think I can really pitch to Andrew here. I saw the look on his face after we finished his lightning. <laughs> it's not going to be me, yeah. All right, I'm on. Welcome Christmas isn't even a, one of your top Christmas songs. And, <laughs> and Grease Lightning, Lightning has Joe Hart in it. There we go. Pitches, pitches in. I mean that that is, I mean you I do love Joe Hart, so that is a compelling argument. But I just think that Welcome Christmas is a little bit more iconic than Grease Lightning. I okay, think this that might not it, work. it's it's <laughs> it's season two. It's you know a campy performance of Glee meets The Grinch. Uh, you got Becky still dressed up as Max talking about Christmas came anyway, Coach. It, beautiful like it, I know. it has all the elements of like a good old-fashioned glee Christmassy special type deal and I don't know I just I, I think that I find myself thinking more about this than I do about Grease Lightning although I mean I, Grease Lightning is a good performance mean, the visuals of Grease Lightning are pretty good Joe Hart I know but I think he, you just convinced me to vote welcome okay. Christmas Love. yeah Thank you. <laughs> I forgot about Becky, and Becky is literally the best thing about Glee. She and is Becky is the in best. that size. Guys, I don't like losing. <laughs> <laughs> There's two more. I mean, rounds, that'll probably okay? be as far as, as this song will go. Like I said, I'll take it if it doesn't go to last place. So no. I'm satisfied now. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that we got that over with. Um, thank you, Allison, for giving in um, to welcome yep. Christmas. I'm a giver. <laughs> never say that I never gave you anything, Andrew. <laughs> okay, so our okay. Another Tina solo. Can you like we've Ooh. we've gotten through a surprising amount of Tina wow. solos in our few episodes so far. The Tina stands are going to think this is rigged. They're pushing her out too early. <laughs> it is rigged. We love Tina. <laughs> we, <laughs> Jenna Ushkowitz produces this podcast. Please, yeah. Jenna. Oh no! I knew it. Oh no! <laughs> is going to be responsible for some serious shit one day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't even Tina. know what the context is. Honestly, but... I'm having a brain fart. I can't even remember what the song is called. It's I Follow Rivers. I'll follow you. Oh, I'll follow. No, I fo- I thought I Follow Rivers was a t- was a Rachel song, but I, I mean, follow No, that's River. That's what this is. Yeah. yeah. 
I Follow Rivers okay. by Like Lee. Um, yeah. Just so good. I think <laughs> Sandy, to me, just in the audience. He is not supposed to be within yards of that <laughs> school, and that, yet here he is. I don't know if I've done this with you, Allison. But like when we're out at like a club or somewhere or at a bar and they're playing bad music, I'll just go show tune, show tune. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Sandy Ryerson, get on with them! <laughs> yeah. uh, she's over to kiss her ass. Oh my god, god. <laughs> Becky is so good every time. Mm-hmm. You're gonna make me barf up my lunch. <laughs> This one is hard because she doesn't finish it. Now, I, I was experiencing a very strange phenomenon whilst we were podcasting about Glee and that all of a sudden, like around the holiday season, I just kept hearing all of these Glee songs out whenever I was like shopping or whatever. And this song, <laughs> I had never actually heard the non-Glee cover of it or the not, well, the original version of this song. Yeah, the non-Glee and so cover. Day, <laughs> the non-Glee cover, exactly. Um, and I was out in the store one day and I was like, oh, so this is the song that Tina like doesn't get to finish. And I kind of enjoyed this little You can't say that this is the my... song that Tina didn't get to finish because Tina didn't get to <laughs> yeah. finish a number of songs, okay? Oh my God. My funny Valentine. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know how to rank this because it's it doesn't get finished and it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's fun because Becky. I think but it's fun. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. I want to know the context. I can't remember. It this has the, to be a um, night of neglect, right? Night of it was neglect. night of neglect, the benefit yeah. concert. That they're trying to raise funds for nationals, or was it regionals? Yeah, so it's, it's neglected. Taffy. Well, it's it's uh, underappreciated artists or something like that that are up on the stage and yeah. or they're doing yeah. songs. I don't know. And uh, Tina, as usual, gets no respect. And they sing. Her. I think the whole premise is they sing songs by underappreciated artists. Yeah. And Holly Holiday sings an Adele song, Adele. and mm-hmm. and oh, yeah, Mercedes sings Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin, and I'm like, okay, I understand the likely of it all for Tina, but she didn't even get to finish it. I would be surprised if this goes through, but I know, but I, I, I wouldn't after love... that last vote. <laughs> oh my Don't god. Don't be bitter. Are you kidding me? We is have... it another Tina song? We no, this. Oh. You're gonna shit. You're all gonna shit. <laughs> another, Chris- another Christmas song? <gasps> oh, wow. oh! How did we get so lucky? <laughs> Just a small town girl. In a lonely world She took the midnight train Going anywhere Just a city boy Born and raised in South Detroit He took the midnight train Going Smile, they 
Sorry, just one second. <laughs> We're done. This that's the end of the series. That's the end of the show. That's the end of the Gleek of the Week. Wow. Um, that's all we're doing. That's not even the best don't stop believing. I agree. Um you I know, think it, the seven options that there are. Seven <laughs> um we recently just watched uh together or listened together. No, no, we watched um season fours, which uh, is when Rachel's, you know, gonna use Don't Stop Believing to audition for Broadway. And <laughs> while that is a choice she makes um, that performance, I think, packs a hugely emotional punch. Um, so that's the one that comes to mind as my favorite, but there's okay. so many options. I, my favorite is the season one finale, where there's more soloists yeah. than just Rachel and Finn. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Santana, you have Puck, it's Mercedes and Kurt. I like that one. It just seems like more of like an ensemble. No. 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 Um, I appreciate all of your opinions, um, and you're allowed to have, uh, free thought, but you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the best Don't Stop Believing, and every time I watch it, it's like I'm watching the first episode for the first time, and I'm like, oh no, I'm in too deep already, <laughs> and I, I don't, I mean, I think about Cory Monteith every single day of my life. And this just hits for me. I don't disagree with you. I agree with you as well. I think that the best, I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to Don't Stop Believing. I think there are definitely some other powerful performances of it. My biggest critique with Don't Stop Believing is at some point it starts to go, they're doing a little bit too much and you're like watering it down. Like don't, you know, like stop going down for the well. Stop believing, for sure. (laughs) Just stop (laughs) believing. Um, but no, I agree. I think this is because it's, you know, it's it's the most iconic performance. Even if you don't know what Glee is, you know, you know this song. And if you didn't know what Don't Stop Believing is, you probably know this. If, if you're of a certain age, you know this version before you know the other one, just because of how prolific it was mm-hmm. during Glee's debut. So I just think that this is like the most recognizable version of it. And uh, yeah, it's it's just it's Glee, you know, yeah. I that it's glee. It's crazy that I follow rivers will still go through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that we're still gonna vote for I follow rivers. We're all gonna vote for I follow rivers. Because I feel like uh <laughs> <laughs> I feel um, like I know where we all stand. Um, okay, Tina's yeah. in both. She'll be Tina's fine. yeah, Tina's in both. Um True. Are we all voting for don'ts? I don't wanna do a blanket yes. statement. Is anybody voting for I follow rivers? No. No. Okay, so um, Don't Stop Believing is going through along with mm. Welcome Christmas. They're on the same level, I would say. <laughs> That's so fucked up to me. Um, and Grease Lightning is staying behind with their pal, I mean, I follow now I feel a little better about the Grease Lightning of it all, because even if Grease Lightning would have made it through, I don't think it's going to trump Don't Stop Believing. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is. And on to our final competition of the episode. Mm-hmm. I mean... We just had the best song on Glee, so I don't know why we're like keeping going. Is that actually your number one? Like your number? No. Okay. No, I can't even remember. I think "Can't Fight This Feeling" is my number one. Really? Yeah. You do think I'm about Corey Monteith every day. I think I, and that's not an exaggeration. I think <laughs> about Corey Monteith at least once a day. Here is our first contender for our last competition. Or oh, so- is this be okay? It is okay. Santana Lopez is way too badass for that. Fresh cut grass, one cold beer, thank the Lord. 
Okay. Were they? I thought they, they were, were more they than were okay. okay. That is the question. That yeah. is the question uh, well, of the yeah, hour. So, like, on an emotional level, right? Were they okay? I don't know. No. Um, <laughs> from a performance perspective, they were more than okay. Yeah. True. That was great. Yeah. This this one also just kind of came up on uh, on Rachel's mm-hmm. song rankings, and um, basically, what I had to say about it was, I just love this so much because you don't get many Rachel Santana performances. Um, you get, you know, you get a couple, uh, and this one is coming on the heels of, um, you know, a very tumultuous story between these two that they just were not doing well. And uh, mm-hmm. did they really just wrap it all up in a song? Uh, you know, yes. how believable is that? I don't know. Um, but it makes me happy to see them both happy, uh, together considering that again, does not happen too often. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, on a completely separate note, going back to Welcome Christmas, when the teachers were very on board with the Glee Club members, watching that performance, I couldn't help but realize they were performing with the doors just wide open into the hallways. Teachers just walking past while they were belting. They were just they singing care. at the top of their lungs. And it's just like, would the teachers actually have respect for this Glee Club? No. No. <laughs> I don't think so. It does. I've always wondered about that too, because there's so many performances where the door is wide open. Why and are the doors open? People walking around. I'm like, what like time of day are yeah. they here? Like, is it a free period? Like, what's going on? We don't know. We'll never know. I think they'll never tell us. Is it after school or is it during the the school day? I always get the impression that it's both. during school because like they always have. Sometimes the bell rings and they leave. They you know yeah. I mean? yeah. So. <laughs> I feel like it's both. Yeah. Because I feel like they have like, you know, additional after school practices. So Right. Mm-hmm. This song to me is it's it's fine. It's literally okay. I I don't think it's the strongest side of the Rachel Berry and Santana Lopez duets. What is? Um So emotional. No, Anita, no. <laughs> He's not for you, but for me. So emotional probably takes the cake, but I like an every breath you take. Brave. I was gonna say brave. Oh, brave. Oh, you brave. Take. I'm sorry. So emotional. I I might need to put you aside. Uh, it's brave. Brave is like right that there is for cute. me. But yeah, I, I think that this song is. I think it's fine. I just I do question like the authenticity of 
this real, mm-hmm. this actual performance, and not even just because uh, Naya and Leah did not particularly care for each other, but I also just feel like story-wise, it just doesn't make much sense. Like you guys were at war with each other, yeah, for yeah. M- a month at this point. Like you literally just dragged Rachel in front of the entire Glee Club of kids that she didn't even know. Mm-hmm like a day ago and now we're supposed to believe that this performance is like oh Rachel Santana as back Ended. as it just yeah it just didn't feel no, really good to me I'm just like so annoyed with Rachel and especially like this storyline where it does get wrapped up with this song and also Santana saying like hey no it's okay I'm actually just gonna not be the understudy and not do this you know like I'm gonna give you what you want and Rachel's like, oh, I guess we're okay then. You know, what does Santana do at the end of the series? What is her career? Right. We I would have much preferred if she like maintained her villain status. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. I feel like with some TV shows, like they just prefer, like, especially with Glee, like villains just can't be villains, except if you're Sue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It always mm-hmm. has to be like appease Rachel at the end of the day. We saw the same shit last season with Callie or Callie, uh, Kathy. It's mm-hmm. like, Callie. why does she have to, why does this have to be, oh, it was all for Rachel in the end? Like, why can't Santana be like, you know what? Like, girl you can keep your musical i really didn't want to do it anyway i was just doing this to piss you off i want to go and be with my fiance on lesbos island like right. why couldn't it just be that like why did she have to have this whole uh, 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 no fuck that like I just you know, <laughs> go go on the island somewhere yeah with all that said are we ready for what be okay is against yes better be a strong so. contender i hope it's more than okay <laughs> oh another very iconic glee staple song okay okay don't rain in my parade i'm not ready for be okay to lose then oh man i don't know (laughs) if it will yeah you may think that i'm a zero but hey everyone you wanna be probably started off like me you may say that i'm a freak show i don't care but hey give it just a little time i bet you're gonna change your mind all of the dirt you've been throwing my way it ain't so hard to take that's right cause i know one day you'll be screaming my name and i'll just look away that's right Just go ahead and hate on me and run your mouth So everyone can hear Hit me with the worst you got and knock me down Maybe I don't care Keep it up and turn it up and take it around 
I do want to be a loser like them. Mm-hmm. Like them, pretty people. <laughs> all those, all those hot losers. Hot losers. <laughs> Well-paid losers. This is like the ultimate Glee original song, right? Yes. This is this is Glee telling you what they are, what what the show is, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. This is like them writing a song saying, like, this is what our show is about, like these losers and you want to be like them where you can sing and dance and be hot and hook up with each other. I like to think that this song was written by someone who's like maybe going into like their fifties and just learned what the internet is and like just got onto like Pinterest and they're really into like cliche memes like Mm. that my mom might send to me. Because I just think (laughs) (laughs) the lyrics are so weird. I'll get you back when I'm your boss. I'll see you when you wash my car. That's yeah, yeah, that is problematic. What are they going to do when they're they're the boss? Somebody needs to wash your car. It should be you. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess you're too fucking lazy to do that. I'm looking at you, Lauren Zeises. Yeah. I just think the language of the lyrics is very, like, I'm trying to be hip with the kids. I remember, Allison, you talking before about the extended version of this song that wasn't featured in the performance itself. L-O-S-E-R. I can only be who I am. Okay, yes. Oh, my God. I couldn't tell if it was this song or Light It Up. Yeah. They The worst grammar I've ever fucking heard think, in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, no, it's this. L-O-S-E-R, I can only be who I are. Yeah. You could have said who I am. Yeah. You could have. <laughs> and this will come up again when there's an Ariana Grande song that they sing in season six that does the exact same thing, uses R instead of am. Wait, which song? It, is it Break Free? Or is it Problem? Yeah, I think it's it's Break Free. It's the one that Beast is in. Okay, (laughs) Break Free. free. I know what you're talking about. I can't hear it, but I can hear it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it just, it's a choice that the millennial that wrote this song made that's trying to be (laughs) hip with the kids. And I'm like, you could have said am. It just, it hurts. It I hear it every time. I think that you probably described my feelings a little bit better than I ever have on the podcast. It never really pinned it. I mean, it, <laughs> obviously it, it is, it does come down to the lyrics. Um, but yeah, I've, I've always had an issue with loser like me only because it is very like, Oh, it just feels a little bit too Disney channel. And it's so yeah. on the nose and uh, it, was, it was just a little bit too much for me um that being said though i podcast with somebody who really like, enjoys the song and eventually after listening to one's opinion over and over again it does start to affect you so i do not have the same level of contempt for the song that i <laughs> used to have um and i love the the cover of it that they do in season five yes. yeah i think i prefer the season five version more yeah no. it's I, I see. It's it's I guess kind of tough. It's it kind of kind of like the "Don't Stop Believing" thing. It's like they do good covers of it, but which one is better? Right. Um, 
But no, I mean, Loser Like Me, I've just, I've always appreciated that. And, and like a lot of the other songs that I think have kind of grown tired on me now in 2021, uh, Teenage Dream season two version, like some of these songs that like yeah. were huge when they came out and they were like the moment when they came out. It's like Glee, yeah. Glee, Loser Like Me, like it, like the concert, everything was, mm-hmm. everything was about Loser Like Me. But now I'm like, I don't need it as much, but I still appreciate it. I remember when they performed this at Glee Live. And like it rained slushy confetti. Yeah. Andrew wouldn't know because he never got to go. I would, I'm, um, I'm waiting for a reunion tour um, <laughs> desperately. Bad news for you. I hear the cast yeah. is really tight still and everyone <laughs> loves Leah Michelle. Max Martin was one of the producers on this song. Oh, what a come up he has had. <laughs> Who the fuck is Wait, Max, Max Martin? Martin? I wasn't going to say that. But. Max Martin is like responsible for so many other like good hits. Like he writes for Ariana Grande and Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears and Pink and Ush, all these oh famous gosh. people with famous ass good pop songs. Baby One More Time, that's Max Martin. It's Gonna Be Me, that's Max Martin. California Girls by Katy Perry, that's Max Martin. Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, that's Max Martin. Loser Like Me by The Glee Cast. Loser Like Me? Oh, Oh my my God. God. I hope that he just contributed, like, a note because this is not indicative (laughs) of the rest of his career. I just, like, look, like I said, like, I'm not going to shit too hard on this song because I've grown to like it a little bit. I do sort of like the melody of the chorus. It does kind of, like, sit kind of well when you're you're just kind of bopping. But the lyrics really just take you out of it for me. And then no. I do, I do, I think that the slushy part is really cute. I do enjoy mm-hmm. that. But then again, it's like at this particular competition, is anybody else going to realize that at McKinley they throw slushes at each other? Like, it's like are they right. going to be in on the joke? <laughs> <Yeah. what> I mean? <laughs> like, what are y'all doing? Like, I feel like I came across a little bit too strong in the beginning. And oh no. I think um, that it's been perceived that I do not like this song. I would like to say <laughs> that I think that. <sighs> Um, a 50-year-old wrote it. However, and not to say anything <laughs> bad about 50-year-olds. Your age is. But, uh, oh my God, <laughs> cut Canceled. that out. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I do like Loser Like Me. I think they were trying to go for like, you know, an original song to, to crack the top 40 because so many of the covers were talking, cracking the top 40, so they wanted an original. Yeah. Um, but... You know, sometimes when you're trying to chase those charts, like it just doesn't land. And I think that for me, but it did land at the time. Like yeah, when, the, when is... it came out, it landed. It's just again hasn't held up. Nobody needs to mm-hmm. be to to be jamming out to loser like me, like High School Musical, uh, Camp Rock, like like other things that have original songs. Because yeah, but did it for land them. because it was Glee, or did it land because it was a good song? It I landed because it was Glee. Things. I'm not. I don't think. Yeah. I'm, I don't think I would argue against that. It landed because it was Glee, and it was because it was a song made for Glee. Um, and in the time that Glee was Glee, it was big. I think this is the only Glee song that I've ever heard, like, in public playing. Where? I remember I heard it in a, a Wawa. Do you know what a Wawa is? Of course. Uh, well, okay, yes. <laughs> they don't have them here, but I, I yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Original Glee song. Yes, yeah. And so yeah. I guess, I don't know if there was any, like, rights thing where they couldn't play, you know. no. I heard Extraordinary Merry Christmas in a JCPenney at the Mall of That's America. I hear Merry Christmas song. music all the time. Yeah. 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 But I've never I've never heard Loser Like Me in public before. Yeah. Same. I remember I, I made a Facebook status about it in 2011. I was like, wow, I just heard Loser Like Me in, in a Wawa. <laughs> and I think it got like one like. 
Um, what were you getting at Wawa? <laughs> were you getting a sandwich? I was probably getting a slushy. <gasps> yeah. Wawa, Wawa is pretty famous so for their slushies. Dang. Yeah, it just knew. Um, knew. The best part of this song is absolutely Santana saying, simply, I don't care. I don't care. care. It's absolutely the best part of the song. I think that I'm still with B.O.K. No, I'm a loser like me. Oh, whoa. Okay, so... I was worried that BOK would lose, and then when Loser Like Me played it, I was like, okay, at least like if it's Loser, like I, like I, I can understand and I'd be fine with this. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna stick with BOK. Stop acting like this is a tough decision for you. I know what you're voting for. <laughs> now he's gonna say Justice by Me. He's gonna say Loser Like Me. No, I mean I no, I'm I'm really thinking about it because like I don't really care for either of these songs. Like I'm not really, you know, I just uh, I I think that I'd probably, I'm going to have to go with B.O.K. because Loser Like Me, I have such more of a visceral reaction to that song that I don't have for B.O.K. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> be okay. Wow. Um, wow. I'm not going to be okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Now, you ha- now you know how I felt when you left me on round one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, just to recap this episode, the winners, we have Welcome Christmas, Don't Stop Believing, the very first one, B.O.K., the losers, loser like me, uh, nice. Grease Lightning, and I follow Rivers. What a chaotic group of winners. This is that a chaotic, chaotic well. group of songs. I enjoy this <laughs> system very much. Every episode, we ask our guests, if Glee was on today, what kind of, what song do you think they would sing? What kind of tribute episode maybe? What do you think they would do? Oh my God, so, they, they have missed so much good shit in the past. Mm-hmm. Six years that they've been gone now. Uh, Who's doing Call Me By Your Name? They don't have anybody <laughs> for Call Me By Your Name. They don't have anybody for Call Me By Your Name. They don't. <laughs> Nobody. Brittany? Um, no. What context would Brittany <laughs> sing Call Me By Your Name? Please. I don't know. There's just, there's so much Ariana Grande that they could have been, they could have done by now. There's like, yeah, thank you, you know, next. There's like, there's, there's like uh, some Doja Cat now that they could, probably would have done by now. Uh, who else? There's so much. There's so much. I can't think of like one particular song that was like huge. Uh, um, who's singing Old Town Road? Cordover Street. It's Cordover Street. Yeah. <laughs> or you know what? No, I, I don't think it would be. I think that they would fuck it up and it would be Mr. Shoe. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's also fair. <laughs> they might do at it. Yeah. But Principal and Beast. Principal and Glee Club teacher, <laughs> you know, singing together up on the stage. <laughs> Yeah, because they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. You know that when he's principal, he's still going to spend every single waking moment in that choir room. It doesn't matter. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on again. And where can our listeners find you and your podcast? You can find us at Choir Room Pod on Twitter and on TikTok. Uh, you can follow us both. I'm at Amon Adwin, Matt's at Matt Lagori, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I hope that you uh, enjoyed us on on Gleek of the Week. Oh my god! Sure Yay! To to some of our episodes. Our, then, our very you know, first tie. You guys have to come on our show at some point, and uh, we we kind of just like pick random episodes sometimes to talk about. So maybe we'll do that. Or one of the song <laughs> rankings that we have left. Yes. Keep it in a similar vein. Allison and I both have very strong feelings about 
early season five, like the chaotic episodes. Love those. I love Katie those. Gaga. Very Katie Gaga er, is early the season best five. <laughs> if it was, if it, I'm sorry, I'm on. Did not have the New York error in uh, attached. Uh, season five would be a, a great season. Mm-hmm. I love the New York era. I don't. I, I love season five pretty much the whole thing. I don't. I don't really dislike the early season of uh, season five either. But I love New New York, man. It's my it's my baby. Oof. <laughs> Downtown. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. This has been Gleek of the Week. Yay! This has been Gleek of the Week, hosted by Andrew McGuire and Allison Dodge. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at Allison Dodge. And you can follow me at McGuiGuy, M-C-G-U-Y underscore G-U-Y. And you can even follow the show's page at Gleek of the Week Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Our theme song is mixed by Joe Graves. And the cover art was done by Elias Williams. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you'd like to be a Gleek of the Week, email us at gleekoftheweekpod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. Please! <laughs>